Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is March 12th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. Just a excellent first day of the players. Oh, it was awesome. We got, you know, guys went low out there. We got Guys went two high. Rounds of, two rounds of 64. Co-leaders Jared Harvey and Ulrich Vandenberg <laughs> are leading at Dane Farron Golf Estate and Players Championship. On the uh, Sunshine Tour. Sunshine Event, Tour. Event of the week. Yeah, that's the Players' Championship we're recognizing here first. A lot of guys went low. A uh, lot of 65s. It appears there are at least like eight or nine guys who shot 65. Um, George Kutsia is not in the field. But He's there is a Wally Cutter. There's a Wally Kutsia and oh, a Byron Kutsia. Multiple Kutsias. No George, but Wally and Byron. Do you Byron. think they're brothers? I well, the one spells it with an S and not a, not a Z. So maybe that's just a prevalent nickname in, uh, or a prevalent surname in, in South Africa. I have no idea. Jaco Prinsloo is one off the lead. The shot is 65. That's your Players' Championship update. The how, real Players' How mad do you think the, the tour is that there's another Players' Championship this week? <laughs> You know, I don't think they care, but part of me also thinks they get so defensive about the players and, and aggressive about everything with the players that it could be a thing that legitimately bothers them, even though no one even knows it's happening besides this podcast. So uh, that's, our, that's our other what player. What a nice thing. little update right off the top. I wasn't expecting that. I was wondering where you were going with I was like, I didn't think two guys shot 64 today. <laughs> I thought Sergio All was right, this, the best round to 65. You got me. This episode? I did. I was, I was good. I was happy about that. Every now and then, set you up and knock it down. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Bdratty. Bdratty.com. That's D-R-A-D-D-Y. I'd like to clarify. I, I mean, people usually just Google. B like as in, type in Bravo. D. D as in dog. Dog. Let's R as in Roger. A as in Alpha. D is in dog. D is in dog. Y is in... What is Y? I had to pass this pilot's test for the FAA recently. I had to memorize all the, all the acronyms. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's like official terms, you got to say. Alpha mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Alpha. Yo-yo. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All right, BDratty.com. Yukon, maybe. Why might be Yukon? Okay. Wow. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall when you were taking that test. I got 85%. That's not bad. What is that, a C? 85. That's a B. That's a solid B. I mean, I was, I was grinding on that test. <laughs> Occupied like a day and a half of my, my life. You think the guy who did the drum footage for Golden Ocala passed it? No. <laughs> the guy's still taking drive-by shooting, incoming fire a week later. All right. This, this episode is brought to you by B. Dratty. They are the official apparel of the Shotgun Start and the Fried Egg. Good friends of the program. We have a promo code. They are taking over Players Week. It is a Dratty Week. SGS25 is 25% off site-wide. That's a good chunk I, they said some orders started flowing in after we uh debuted this on Wednesday. they got new spring uh, arrivals in the shop like the sport dratty uh sport blair pullover many dratty sport you know the thing i liked about the dratty sport line and this is like whatever the lightweight sweaty season stuff or you can move around you know it's not it's sport it's intuitive name they, they, they took a while to come out with it right and not because they were just hanging out. being They were very deliberate 
about the fabric, deliberate working their way through it. I know, you know, they just didn't want to hastily put something out that was made with just, I don't know, crazy newfangled garbage tech, right? So they have a pretty wide offering on the sport uh, line now. But I am in a I'm in a Liam Polo. I actually not not planned. Threw it on this morning. Take I'm the in kids a sport to school. Polo. Unplanned. Unplanned. It's it's not a it's not a visual medium. We just have them on because we live in I'm, this stuff. I'm in the I'm in the light blue sport polo shotgun start shirt that's available on our pro shop. Fantastic. So I threw a polo on. Take the kids to school this morning. Just here I am at nine thirty at night, still in it. Feels like I'm in a soft t-shirt. I don't look like a scrub when I go outside. Go to this, you know, walk around the neighborhood or go run an errand. Uh, I just think it's like a good looking. Good feeling shirt you can actually like live in throughout the day while also not looking like a total chump. So I'm recommending the Liam Pocket Polo. Uh, hey. All right, you got anything else? That's just awesome good. stuff. I got I got lots of their gear. They got all of it. All the, the Russell around. full zip looks like I I have Russell quarter zip. I have Russell crew neck. I don't have the Russell full zip yet. I'm looking at the Who's website. That Russell That's Henley something. or something. Who do you think got that name? Russell, Russell Wilson, Russell future Maryland. quarterback of Russell. the Bears. Okay. All right. SGS 25. Do you see that? 25% off. The Vegas no. is what? Vegas, the Bears' odds to win the Super Bowl are plummeting. You know, we're getting, we might be Super Bowl favorites. Russell Wilson mm-hmm. trades are off the table for bets. Everybody's saying Russell Wilson to the Bears. Hmm. I guess I haven't had my I haven't had my keeping tabs on the NFL much at all. Actually, I just can't uh, avoid it. Really you know happen? this type of rumor. Yeah. You know what would right. happen if Russell Wilson comes to the Bears? What Super Bears Super Bowls? Huh. It would make that Packers rivalry, you know, pretty fun again. You know, with an actual uh, in terms of quarterback head to heads. So. Yeah, well, good, best of luck. Yeah, first best time, first time in thirty years that we had a quarterback on yeah. the same same playing field. So. Not sure I trust Nagy to get it done, but you know, best of luck in your off-season maneuvers. All right, SGS twenty-five, twenty-five percent off for Bree Dratty. You can buy the Russell Wilson uh, pullovers there. All right, what do you want to get to here? Sergio leads at the uh, your TPC boy Sawgrass Sergio Stadium course. Top the two favorite mark. courses. TPC Sawgrass and Valderrama. He shot a seven under, sixty-five. He's made. He's not missed a cut there since two thousand three. I take him like every freaking year in like one and dones and pools I'm in, and then I just I I don't know I blanked on it this year. It's like taking Martin Laird at TPC Phoenix Scottsdale. It's, that's what this kind of is. It's like a Laird phenomenon. And yeah, I just him and on Adam it. Scott and are out. usually just money at these things. Right. The players, you know, right? Uh, he gained like 3.7 shots with irons on approach, SG, uh, strokes gained approach. Um, finished, I think he went three, two, three on the last three holes. They, f- they played the, the front nine and just like kind of power that that put rocket fuel in an already good round. And he is seven under clear. Uh, leads Brian Harmon by two. Not so anything on Sergio specifically. Uh, I mean, very good golf. Very good golf. He's been very good at this golf course for his career. He's got a win and four other top fours in his career. So a place that he has played extremely well, and it makes sense why he plays well there. He hits the ball so good. He he's able to move the ball both ways. He's a true like. I mean, as good of a ball striker as we've seen in golf. I mean, he could do everything with a golf ball. And right. the other thing with him, like, that's underrated is he's an extraordinary chipper of the golf ball. It doesn't get, he doesn't get nearly enough credit for how good his short game is, too. And that's, like, a pretty good combination when the course is very demanding, you know, off the tee, approaching the greens, and around the greens. Yeah. I saw Golf Channel was doing a segment afterwards. I forget who Justin Leonard or somebody was like Billy Foster says Sergio is the best he's ever seen in terms of just being able to do whatever, do 
different things with the ball. And I mean, it's kind of taking a shot at Westy, your boy Westy, given he's looped for Westy, where it looped for Savvy. But yeah, uh, you know, Sergio's obviously been a mega talent now for 25 years that we've known about. That's not a shot at Westy. Westy could be the best if he just, wanted to be the best. Just trying to get you riled up. So, so Sergio's seven under. A lot of it came at the end there, but. We saw quite a spread. This is a you know a, a principle you talk about often is being able to separate yourself. Um, not a lot of you know clustering. There was round. There was rounds pushing eighty. There was Henrik Stenson blowing right past eighty, but then there was a sixty-five out there. So it seemed like there was. Well, the greens know, were you weren't firm. sharp. You were getting popped. Yeah, the greens okay, were firm. They, they right. it hasn't rained much. It's not going to rain all week. Some players I, were complaining about the inconsistency. Deal with it. Yeah, that's that's we'll golf. That. You know, we'll get the some players, some of your favorite guys. Oh. Little JT, not, JT, not just putting putting them on a tee for me tonight. <laughs> uh, so Sergio kept saying he, they were tricky. How soft they were. He was shocked at how soft they were. They were quick, fast, quick. But some were soft and it got tricky because they were spinning off. Or um, most people consider, you know, the general views were that they were running firm and the color was changing and all this stuff. But but uh, it does sound like they're soft in some spots. And, and Sergio, I don't know. I guess they're softer than he expected. So that, I don't know. That means that they were soft in actuality. So he probably he thought the they were person. easy because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it sounds like fast but soft in some spots. So. Uh, what else? What, what jumped out at you about, about the stadium course? It was, it was a good first day. Perfect weather. The wind wasn't as windy. They thought, you know, it was a little bit, it wasn't dead, but, but not too strong. what did you think of every shot live? I, I don't have the bandwidth for that, man. I certainly don't have the bandwidth for it, for the gold standard. And that's not a shot at it. It's a thing for gambling, right? Uh, I, I just, I don't know. I got kids running around. I just I put the broadcast on. Uh, I'll tell you what was nice. On. I'll tell you what, what was nice. Popping up in the morning, figuring out that my Amazon Prime membership that I pay for, you know, my Amazon or my Amazon PGA Tour Live membership I pay for doesn't have it. That was nice waking up. I was getting ready to, you know, drink some coffee and watch Westy tee off. I couldn't figure out how to get it on. So then I had like. to, because I couldn't get the Every Group's Live. It doesn't have Every Group's Live for Amazon. It's only on NBC. Only on NBC. I don't understand how it's the same product on two separate platforms with very different experiences. That I don't either. I don't get it. I, did just, I don't want to launch it. They need to have like asterisks. Like they need to tell you ahead of time. I feel like they, there was no messaging that this was the case. Right. So anyways, right. then I... I but then I side back into my PGA Tour Live account for MSC. It seems like the the overlords have regranted me access. Oh, I'm back to being a gold user. You go visit Luckland one time. I wonder what happened up there. I don't know. It You've just it was this, it was a nice surprise that it was back after three years, and then it was gone, and now it's back. You've been compromised. Uh, so did you watch the Big Brown? The trio. It was the awesome. It was so great. You could West hear him chatting it up. Him, Bobby really? Mack and, and Usti. Yeah, they were talking about the European tour schedule, you know, and Cutter and where it was. I mean, it was interesting. <laughs> I I was loving it because there's no commentary of any kind, right? Oh, it's just mics. It's amazing. It's like golf exactly how I want it to be. There were no fans following Big Brown's group. Um, Although I will say, no announcer on the main. The commentary on the oh, main feed yeah. is great. Craig Perks is maybe the best broadcaster in all of golf. We may be biased. Starting out the town crier. Apparently, there was also a baton boy. There was a mention of his baton antics on there, too, when Horschel popped on the screen. Craig, Mor- Craig morning, Perks. morning is a busy time now for me. This is something yeah. that you don't understand until you have a baby, but it's just... It's kind of hectic, you know? You're getting the yeah. baby ready. And you got sure. all this stuff. You got to get coffee going. And I literally stopped dead in my tracks. Because <laughs> I heard uh, when I was walking by the TV, the town crier. 
I was like not watching. I just heard the town crier. And I was like, what was just said on the TV? I mean, I was so, I was giddy. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it, was, it put pep in my step this morning, getting the kids out the door and everything. It really was. It was uh, you know, what a, I hope that sticks, that local, Billy Horschel, the local, that he thought about it and he let it go. I um, loved it. That was my favorite. You got Billy Horschel, the local, the town crier. <laughs> So the commentary is great on the main feed when you get Perksy in there. Uh, but you liked having no commentary on some of the other featured every shot live stuff. It was just so. delightful. It was a, Westy's I, in the hunt. It was awesome to get to watch every shot of Westy. I didn't change yeah. it to anybody else, so I didn't really use the every shot very much. But I liked yeah. it because I got to watch what I wanted to watch. Great. We got Sabo is right there with Westy as well. You what a leaderboard. You know, Sabo and Westy. It's a mix. Hope Tommy Tables is in there. You know, yeah, C.T. Connors playing with Ricky, who's just slumming it. I feel bad for Ricky. Dude, Ricky Connors right back. What? Ricky's like dead. <laughs> you see, Michigan State basketball program is now presented by Rocket Mortgage. Really? Yeah. Isn't that wild? College basketball program has a presenting sponsor. I was just thinking Ricky's going to be completely conflicted if and when they play Oklahoma State. Where Do you think a better lie? a better uh, term would be Ricky's subprime? Not dead? Yeah, that could be. Underwater? I don't know. It could be underwater. Um, yeah, subprime works. All right. Yeah, Sabo. I mean, I got a bet on low continental European. I just need Sergio to kind of blow a tire. Wait, you bet right Sabo? There. Yeah, I bet like a buck. Did you but. drive drive over to? Where do you have to drive to? Maryland, Virginia, Virginia. Virginia. Twenty minutes. I had, I had something to do over there. Just yeah, opened the phone, made a couple bets real quick. Low continental European. Did the wife put any Sabo. bets in? No, she wasn't with me. She wasn't. With me. Uh, anything else on the leaderboard I think, that jumped well, out to you? Here's something, a developing situation. Okay. What if Will Zalatoris qualifies for the Ryder Cup team as a non-member? Why are we talking? Yeah. What about it? It's T6. What are about that? Yeah. Do you have to be a member? You don't have to, right? Or do you? I don't know. The Ryder Cup, there's, some, there's, some, there's a lot of fine print around the Ryder Cup. Like, you could be an American... That dominates, you know, say the Japan tour or the European tour, or maybe you're playing the other players' championship. I, I think there's some fine print. You might need to be a, a, you know, they've relaxed it a bit from having to be on tour for or a PGA member for a few years. And what was it? Calvin Pete had to do some oh, study some tests or something. A class, be, yeah, like there's all sorts of stuff. Hurdles you had to jump through before, but uh, yeah, Zalatoris. I mean, yeah. He could He's easily not, make the team. Well, the round didn't finish either. That was, that was the biggest Do you want to talk about in. that? Yeah. I mean, they were hopeless. I mean, they were not even close. They could have had the extra hour of daylight, and it was, still wouldn't have gotten done on time. I, I realize it's not an extra hour. But there's, I mean, there's guys still with like a full four holes to play. One thing I did notice, real-world stuff, so they're – Brace of gambling, right? And and they're starting to come, you know, deal with the effects of running into the arms of gambling and, you know, their loose oversight on equipment and performance-enhancing drugs and late withdrawals and, um, you know, on-course rulings and things like that. You know, are we going to tighten the belt at all? Well, one thing that I noticed with the darkness delay, the, the odds makers and gamblers were pissed off because they can't set head-to-head matchups. there's like a big delay i mean i guess they can but just real quick turnaround the next day they're like what yeah nobody's gonna get their best in these odds makers i forget the one i saw somebody with espn who maybe aren't accustomed to the golf necessarily or these minutiae were like what the hell happened there's no weather delay it's perfect down there why is it why didn't they i'll tell you what's happened the pops the the pops weren't out they had no chance. This was never, ever going to come close. 
they got an hour of play they got to do out there still almost maybe 50 minutes before they're done so the head-to-heads this is now thrown a wrinkle maybe the gambling world will put their thumb on the scale and start you know adding to the calls for increased pace of play so we can get head-to-head matchups does that mean more or less pops cruise I think they need more. God, they have so many people out there, so many employees, and you know, people. A lot of people running around. Get a pops force out there. Pace of play spotter. Um, what else from the jumped out at you from the course? You want to talk about? I, I got. You want to talk about like. Rory? Sure, he's abdicating the throne. Rough week for the Royals. All the way. maybe he'll have his title stripped as well. Do you think if Bryson um, wins, he's the new Prince Bonavidra? What's your argument for that? He's just the social impression king. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds like that could get really carried away though. You give him there's a reason they keep him off the path. I guess he's the right. prince of golf golf magazine. That's true. That's that, that is true. Talking about his eight AM chew, chew rate. You hear that? He's got a dietitian trying to analyze his chew rate. Um Maybe yeah, Rory, Rory. Never mind. Rory's a lost boy. I mean, he hit two in the water in eighteen, made a quad. He's just you know heavy as the head that wears the crown, playing a home game. I don't know. He's probably got, he's overseeing the new global home opening, all this stuff. Um, and he was he was not good. He's lost. He says he's a little bit lost. I don't know. I don't have any reaction. It's it's hard. He's going to get his his title stripped like Harry and Meghan. So. Um, what about 17? I loved... So, so I think far. 17... It gets... It I think so sometimes hard. they lean into it way too much and becomes like the entire television show and you don't see any other holes. Like, I'm not as... I know probably most of the holes, but I don't know them like the back of my hand, like a, an Augusta or even a Riviera, quite honestly. But I would love to see more holes. I would love to see these guys play more holes in 17. But I thought today was a day... Just with the way it was going in that pin, it was fine if they just make that. And they don't have leaders to follow from you know the first tee all the way through. I thought it was a great to make it part of the show. And uh, I think the over-under for the tournament, they're going to pass like probably early on Friday. 35 balls in the water. I really, really love that pin way back. Um, seems like maybe the best pin. That's impossible. It's, you can't... Right. Like... You can't land it short because then the front stops it, like the slope stops it. And then if you right. land it on top or on the backside of it, it just goes over the green. It's just Well, Westy took his medicine. I saw Brian Wacker, I think, had an article. Westy was like, you know, I came here, whatever, 20 years ago with Nick Price. He goes, there's a crown in the middle. You just never even pay attention to where the flag is and hit it to the crown every time, every time. doesn't even matter. You know, and this so he is hit Westy's it. wisdom. He didn't even try to throw it back there. He two putted from I don't know fifty some feet and took we'll his see, medicine. We'll Whereas see how other the guys, two putt goes on Sunday. <laughs> right, well, that's two putts from fifty feet aren't you know that's pretty good. Get out of there. Uh, so balls just flying over or flying down the walkway. Um, Kevin Na hit a bunch in there and WD'd. I don't think he should be allowed ever back in this event after that. Right, he's Fitzpatrick seemed bothered. He's always whining about stuff, right? Yeah, well, I, I hope you did the quick pickup. You know, do the quick pickup on your way out, out. You know, out the door. He just stinks. Fitzpatrick seemed bothered by it. You know, it's like, well, I guess he just had enough of it. Well, and, I mean, he's a Chicagoan. He should be bothered. You know, like this is this that's against his Midwest values. That were instilled from years at Northwestern. Here's JT on the firmness of 17. That green is substantially firmer than the rest of them. Quote, for obvious reasons. I had a five iron on two today that rolled out probably eight paces. And then I had a wedge on 17 that uh, rolled out like six. It doesn't add up. And they were very consistent over the course, except for that hole. Um, You know, it's... Always a little bit firmer up there, firmer for obvious reasons, but especially up there on top where you have the gradual upslope that if you land into it, as soft as it is, it's going to rip back. But then you want to land it up top with a helping breeze. You get up in the air a little bit, 
or a little bit of adrenaline fans out here now, you can land it pin high and one hop the water like I did. I I really loved watching it. I, I would put the pin back there, you know, more often. So I've, I feel um, so bad for JT and having to conquer those, you know, inconsistent greens when you're playing for 15 million. It's it's just such a tough scene, buddy. I mean, it's hard when there's water off the back oh, edge with zero it's inches. It's of... Tough playing for fifteen million dollars. It's a championship. I'm, I'm sorry, man. Phone did go off. Hit, hit a watching. better shot. Phone went off right in his downswing on seventeen, and everybody like stared over. He's like, oh, right now that timing goes. Can you just put it on silent? And you know, this was that was a tough break. Gone in the water. So, what else did he have to say? JT said something about no, everybody loves hitting the seeing Bryson hit it far, except the USGA. Yeah, taking, just a, taking, the a, USGA. taking a pot shot at the USGA. Guess what? If they roll back the ball, Bryson will still hit it further than everybody. Right. Like that doesn't change. It'll still be fun to watch him hit the ball far. It'll uh, just be JT. a little bit more responsible. Yeah. After we found out, you know, he just his previous comments about rollback were just false. You know, we're right. now onto this. Right. right. No, I loved. I love the uh, the fans. I don't know. It's it's fun. It adds an element. It's good to see this starting to happen again. It seems like pretty condensed in one certain areas, but I just loved immediately their phones going off on seventeen. And I think you know if Sergio's in the hunt, he's got a pretty you know, rabbit ears, rough history there with these, the, the drunk Duval characters heckling the shit out of them. So if, if this gets to Saturday and Sunday, even at 20%, I think that's going to come back and, and you know, you'll get a little element of that. We'll, we'll be interesting to watch on the weekend. If, if Sergio's still in it, um, other thoughts on how the course played generally. Uh, I mean, it kicked the, the mean, scoring average was the highest in like 10 years. It's 75 almost, I think. It's also, it's interesting, there's tees like on uh, 10, I was talking with a buddy about this, 10 and 2 are two tee shots that really seem to give guys trouble, and they're both tee shots that you have to move the ball right to left. And it's just something interesting. Yeah, everybody kind of hits a knuckle cut these days, and very few people hit a draw and turn it over, and just seeing them, they really struggle on those two tee shots. It's something you can watch um, the next couple of days in coverage. Is the, Those tee shots, those guys just really struggle with. It's kind of crazy. And it's like, you know, it used to be people just would hit draws, you know, and long hitters hit draws, and now everybody hits these cuts, you know, and, and right. they struggle to move the ball right to left. Right. Um, do you like that? I mean, right? I mean, guys should have to hit different yeah. shot shapes, no? Yeah, I mean, Sawgrass could be a little wider for my likes, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. I mean, it, the it's so soft the fairways. I saw some mud balls this morning. No, really? Yeah, they're talking about a couple mud balls, but I mean that's just the nature of the rye overseed. It's just gonna be soft all the time. Unbelievable. Uh, Twelve what else stinks. Didn't I like? What? It was bad? They had it up. They had it, what, 340 or something? Yeah, I mean, not it's just up, a up, shitty hole still. All right. That's the ruling on that. Uh, how about the Hovland ruling? How about the, the, the official this morning trying to put him in the box when, it, in fact, it actually crossed on uh, 11, par 5? Um, that's well, par 5, right? trying yeah, to st- stand up for himself after getting walked over by Bryson. And then he self-reports one later, you know, saying, I missed Mark. I didn't put my coin back in the right spot after I moved out. of. I think it was JT's way. But what do you think Patrick Reed would do? Self-report? <laughs> I think his memory would, would, you know, leave him at that point. I think we should, we should uh, make bracelets for tour players that say WWPRD. We can do that. Although, is that the kind of tour you want to be? Is that the kind of message you want to send? Maybe that's what has to happen for there to be reform. Then, I think when everybody's not, when everybody's not a a gentleman, what happens? We should do one for Victor Brian Davis, maybe self you know calling penalty on Westy. himself in Harbortown. Westy. 
sportsman. True sportsman. But that was ridiculous. I mean, it's just this inconsistency of the officials coming out there and doesn't even know what happened and trying to tell Hovland he's going to go all the way back. It didn't cross up, up, up near the green. Uh, whereas, you know. You know what I think should they, happen? Reed or somebody would have just been quick to throw it down. Like, hey, it crossed. And th- that's it. it th- you're done. But the, the way you just described the official coming out. And then said yeah. box. It made me think of the Cola Guard commercials. How funny would it be if the tour sold a sponsorship and all the officials were dressed as Cola Guard boxes walking around out there? <laughs> and then they come out trying to administer serious law and order rules and they're dressed like in costumes and mascots? Yeah. What? He comes waddling out, waving his arms. They're leaving a lot of money on the table. Yeah, you could get activated that way. That's potential for that. The Grant Thornton, and this, that, and the other. Uh, yeah, the box would obviously be ideal. Uh, what else do we like? Thick Boy's back in it. Speed is back. Hit 12 of 14 fairways. Oh, he drove it 70. great. It was incredible. It was like the highest number it could have been out there, given the way he drove it. So, shot 70. Uh See, at a place where he's not done well, mostly for that wildness off the I don't, tee. The, I don't know what speed Masters odds are. I was thinking about this this morning, but you might want to put some money on on Jordan Spieth for the Masters. It kind of seems like things are gearing up towards that, and that might they've, be the type of golf course where everything comes together for him. They've plummeted. I think they've plummeted. I'm bit. sure they have, um, but there's st- probably still pretty good value. I mean, you think about it. Two yeah. years ago, he was like the. Anytime he went there, he was going to be the favorite. Right, right. Uh, what else? Anything else from the first day? Steve Stricker flying from Naples in the morning as the WDs, Harris English, Justin Rose, both with back issues. He just packed and flew up from Naples and got in the field and played. Do well, you think I he think. flew private? Yeah, I think he found a plane, got on it, and flew up the. the oh man, so. his odds are twelve to one now. Yeah, they, they're they're falling fast. Uh, Brian Gay got an honorary something <laughs> or other, Tiffany something, and a bottle of champagne for six hundred starts, which happened at Safeway. Yeah, why are we having the celebration? Why was this something that happens that has to happen at the players? Well, it's you know. They just have to celebrate everything at the players. It's just a big celebration. It is. It is. Uh, okay, that's all I got. Any, any other points you want to hit on? Kevin Nash should never be allowed in. That's my, my opinion. Uh, anything else from the opening day? Played well. It was a great watch. I mean, I love that there was a way to shoot in the 80s and a way to shoot 65. So. I'm excited for the weekend. All right. Master's fun fact. I forgot to get this. This is from Bama Bearcat. Quick one. Oh, we, Ed got, Dudley. we got fan vote Friday, too. Yeah. Ed Dudley, the first Augusta head pro, wasn't paid a salary by the club, but he was allowed to keep the profits from the merchandise tent at the Masters. Wow. That would be a pretty good arrangement nowadays. I don't know how long that lasted, but that is from Michael Wolf, Bama Bearcat. He's got several others queued up for us. All right. You want to do fan vote Friday or flashback Friday? Which first. one do you want to do first? Why don't I do Fan Vote Friday quickly? We'll get All Bobby right. Mack out of the way. Does that All sound right. good? So we put up a pool for nostalgia because obviously the history of Fan Vote Friday at the players is is significant, at least in these parts. And what, what do we have? Bob McIntyre, Matthew Neesmith, Henrik Norlander, somebody else. Uh, Victor, was, Victor Perez. Victor. Victor. McIntyre was your... Uh, Runaway winner. Here's a little bit on, on Bobby Mack. You know, not a member at all, but we try to spotlight every, you know, all every but name every, in the field. Every 154 stars on Superstar. the PGA. Every, His PGA uh-huh. Tour debut was last week at Bay Hill. Whoa! So I kind of love this. He's played I kind of, I feel like concession. that kind of uh, flew under the radar. He played WGC concession. He's obviously played majors, but like I like that it's just how he calls it. My PGA Tour debut. WGC concession was a European tour event, so I like that sort of faithfulness to his home tour. 
He burst onto the world scene in 2019 as he finished 11th in the race to Dubai and picked up the Sir Henry Cotton Rookie of the Year Award after a season that included three runner-up finishes and a tie for sixth at Royal Port Rush. Uh, then he finally got his first win, not finally, but he got his first win at the 2020 Aphrodite Hills Cypress Showdown. Who can forget that? Yeah. Was very emotional. Talked about that, sort of. Was that on the two golf courses? Was that on the olive or the olive oil press one? The one or? with the, the classic, the historic <laughs> kiln and an olive oil press on the course. He, he won the Cypress Showdown. Uh, he represented GB&I in the 2017 Walker Cup, where he beat Camp Champ. Six and four in singles. Have was the LACC right? Yep, Walker Cup. Yep. Twenty uh, was that twenty seventeen? Yeah, they got yeah. trounced. I mean, but smoked. Uh, but, but big uh, shot Bob won. Yeah, acquitted himself well. Uh, I think he stayed with Miles Fisher of Bixby fame. So I, we were supposed to get Miles on, but we got crunched for time. Tell Bobby Mack stories. We'll maybe get some supplemental stuff. He started to focus on golf at the age of 17 after growing up playing his favorite sport. Cricket? Shinty. 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 What's that? What he says, Shinty, it's, this is in a John Huggin art, article. Shinty is a cross between field hockey and legalized violence. What? McIntyre says with a smile. It sounds like it's a mix of hurling, a little bit of field hockey. It's a mix of hockey and the Irish sport of hurling. It's a stick and ball game played mainly on the ground. You can take full swings and use both sides of the stick without having to spin it round. So you can hit the ball lefty and righty. It's, it's basically just played by Highlanders in Scotland. It's a very localized game. Scottish Highlanders. They've adapted to some rules. Is that where, where they the, the TV show Highlander came from? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's a Highland sport played first by the clans, so it's in my blood. My father and uncle were both really good players. My papa played into his 50s. It's a rough game, or it can be. I've never been hurt playing. I know where to go and where not to go. So he was all into shinty and then kind of gave it up, <coughs> you know, to focus primarily on golf. Um, Sounds like people his... want to avoid getting in the ring with Bobby Mack. All those yeah, yeah. years playing so shinty. He's from, I. Forgive my pronunciation. He's from Oban, Oban, O-B-A-N, Scotland. So it's on the uh, west, uh, fair, it's a west fairy town. It's, it's pushing up against the highlands. Yeah, you know, it's north. Um, <clears throat> he likes nothing more than jumping back in his car and heading back up the west side of, of Scotland, driving the countryside back to Oban, where he blends in. He goes, it's almost as if I'm playing a game of hide-and-seek with everybody. When I'm on tour, I'm on the golf course. Everyone is watching you. Uh, but I feel like when I come back to Oban, Oban, it's a relief, a freedom. I'm away from the golf world, away from everything, and I can go back to being 24-year-old Bob McIntyre that I thought I would be. Um, what else? He, he was raised, uh, his folks are foster parents, so they, they foster kids a lot. Um, he accepted his father, Dougie, is the greenskeeper at Glen Cruton. Glen Cruton, a family home that sits a mere 20 paces from the 12th tee. So this, uh, he's apparently like renowned for having inventive shot-making ability. Uh, it's a product of growing up at the local course, this Glen Cruton. It's a contoured par 62 layout measuring 4,471 yards. Wow. <laughs> It is short, it is tight, it is up and down mountains. You never have a straightforward shot from the middle of the fairway. You might be in the middle of the fairway, but there's a hill to go round. It's a place where I learned every type of shot. Low, high, hooking, fading. And it's 20 paces from his house, and his father's the, uh, the greenskeeper. Little shades of like a ball, right? Growing up mm -hmm. kind of on the course, Jose Maria. Uh, yeah. And his dad just, yeah, so... Um, he he accepted a full scholarship to. Do you know where he went? Um, it's, you like won't be able to guess. Kennesaw State. Close. McNeese State. Oh, University I almost guessed McNeese. I was this close. That would have been an amazing guess. That's literally like the they were between Kennesaw and McNeese in my head. God. 
So he went to McNeese State. Only lasted eighteen months. I mean, that's like Lake Charles, pretty pretty rural Louisiana. Don't quote me on that. I've never been there, but it's like in between on the road to like Beaumont, Texas, and and from uh, you know New Orleans and, and you know eastern parts of Louisiana, somewhere in the middle there. So uh, he played against like John Rahm, Ali Schneider, Jans. Obviously, he made a Walker Cup team. I don't know. He said it was a brilliant experience because he learned to do cook and do laundry but i found another article where 19 year old left-hander took to twitter to express his frustration frustration about things having turned sour for him on the other side of the atlantic tweeting some people in this world are pathetic i guess it was a fallout with mcneese cowboys head coach austin burke uh and he left after 18 months tweeting some people in this world are pathetic my time over here full stop is done and he left. So, got a season in at McNeese. Uh, turned pro. We thought he was going to play the Middle East and North Africa tour as an amateur. But turned pro. Just, like, late change. Turned pro. Did well. Um, he, uh, well, uh, he was caddying. His dad was caddying for him. And he said he couldn't keep his driver on the planet. This is in the middle. Uh, this is in Q school after the MENA tour. I was slicing everything, but a few hours before the first round, he can't keep it on the planet. I just decided to play with my big slice. It was blowing a gale, and some of the slices I was hitting were 60 to 70 yards. I was hitting the ball 340, but it was only going 280, and it was the only way I could get the ball and play. And he did this to get through Q school. Again, going back to some of the shot making at that home course that's 4,400 yards and up and down and all around hills. Uh, According to Huggin, 23-year-old McIntyre is already Scotland's greatest all-time left-handed golfer. Wow. It's a low bar. I guess there just must be no one. Scotland's long history, but yeah. There's only been one lefty on the history of the Ryder Cup European team, uh, Peter Dawson, 1977. Just not a lot of lefty uh, Scots, for sure, Ryder Cuppers. And that's the thing. They're all in on him becoming a Ryder Cupper because they've not really had it. They had Monty, obviously, but then like Paul Laurie dipped his toe and Stephen Gallagher for a minute there at uh, Glen Eagles, but they really want to get this sort of like national. What about, what about Rue Knox? Is he even eligible, right? He's like more American at this point. Yeah. I don't think he, is he a member on the Euro tour? Did he just, you know, he might have just left and never gone back. Um, so obviously, you know, there's the Kyle Stanley thing, which I don't need to get into, right? That's like the most obvious point. He called Kyle Stanley out for not yelling four at Port Rush. Hit two people, one of which was the mom of his caddy. Bobby Mack got, you know, got after him, said he waited till after the round because he knew got Stanley was on the cut line. that rage. Rage. Gone. And Stanley didn't like it. So, you know, obviously didn't take it well either. I mean, the guy waited until um, the end of the round. How courteous is that? Right, right. Uh, so just quote to leave you with so you can root, continue to root on Bobby Mack. I wasn't from a background that had a lot of money. My dad still works two jobs. My mom still works probably about three jobs. Some kids just haven't had a chance. It isn't going to happen tomorrow, but if I can keep going where I'm going, will give me a good platform that will help people. So he's just from this 8,500-person fairy town, plays this course that was you know 4,400 yards, lefty that can boom it, um, and you know he just wants to go back to Oban or Oban. He's the and play Shinty, right? Right. The view as you drive into town stays with me wherever I go. Going down the hill, you look right into the water and across the islands. Then I know I'm home. You think that's what they say? You know what, like JT says when he gets back to Jupiter, where this great meaning as he looks across the water, sees Daniel Berger. When he looks, by a, in a when he looks across the data lake, or the Anyways, moat, it's just a lot of romantic, romantic story upbringing. That's a little background. Fan vote Friday winner Bobby McIntyre, guy to keep. Twenty-four year old, keep your eye on him. Going places. He'll get his All Masters right. debut. He's in the top fifty. He's gonna, he's gonna play the Masters this year. Bobby, back. All right. lefty. What is a Precision Pro flashback Friday? Precision we Pro. We have shotgun twenty. $20 off. We heard from uh, our guy over there today. I, I reached out to him. 
I don't know if he wants his name out there, but yeah, marketing guy, Precision Pro. And he says he he's you know warming up. He got to play a couple times. Usually goes with the group, but he got paired. You know, late late kind of haphazard throw together. I'm going to go try and play. Got paired with randoms, singles, two different times. And each time, you know, they got into what do you do? And he said he mentioned Precision Pro. You know, I work in golf and. And both people, these randoms he got paired up, started asking about Eric, the customer service representative. So I don't know if these are Shotgun Start listeners who have you know heard about the famous customer service representative, Eric, that will answer your email and your calls. Uh, but they're out there. Everybody's the fame. We might need to get Eric on at some point, a Precision Pro. So uh, see a little, $20 see off. See if he has any takes on some stuff. We could. Maybe see what he, he thinks of Pat Reed. The NX9 Slope uh, is their latest uh, release device. I don't know what the name of it. What, what do you call it? The Rangefinder. Guns. Uh, it, it, yardish guns. Right. Um, so it's their expert measure. It's you know, yardage, obviously slope as well. You get $20 off. Hey, they have, sne- they have a 20. good app, too. It's sneaky oh, yeah. good. Yeah, it's cool. I was playing around with it today. The Apple App Store, Google Play. Uh, just look up Precision Pro Golf app. You know, it starts measuring. Anybody can use that too. Even if you don't have a Precision Pro, you can use that. Yeah, it's free. No shenanigans. No like paywall. This, that, or the other. I hate that with apps. Right? My kids always get these games, and then it's like, no, actually, to play the full game, you now got to pay whatever five bucks. But go to PrecisionProGolf.com. Use the coupon coupon code Shotgun Twenty at checkout for twenty twenty dollars off the uh, NX Nine. All right, what's our flashback? Players related or is it Players' Championship South Africa? It's players related, and it's much thanks to, you know, I got in a great mood this morning because of, uh, you know, the town crier being called out. So you know where we're going back to. Where? Going back to the 2002 Players' Championship. Oh, Perksy. Perks? Yep. Craig the Perks. Cajun Kiwi. The Cajun From, Kiwi. A mix of New Zealander and Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajun. What a what a stew that is. What a good combination. Okay. Craig Perks. Craig Perks. Tops Stephen Ames to win the 2002 players. Mm-hmm. You know, when he won, of course, there was tons of puns thrown around about oh, the Perks. Probably perks had to live of winning with that his whole life. <laughs> yeah, the perks of it's winning. A... Every God. every article I read was like, and he picked up quite the perks, you know. Or there was a title, <laughs> "Perks of Winning." Sure. So at the time, it was a one point uh, one million dollar win. It was like one million eighty thousand. Um, now, obviously, it's two point seven million and you get a five-year exemption um so this was his first appearance at the players he won the first time he played that's Im- that's amazing wow yeah so entering the week he had earned just 1.02 million on his career so he doubled his career earnings uh mm-hmm. little your boy little Sluman had something about uh, Perks. He said, I watched him warming up and he looked like Ernie L's swinging the club. Whoa. That? that speaks to your heart. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Here's a, here's a little background on Perks. On Perks, the, uh, the Cajun Kiwi. Uh-huh. Perks was a, he grew up obviously in New Zealand and he was a great table tennis player as a kid. Whoa. He played on a national level, (laughs) but he quit when he started playing golf. I guess his parents were both like great table tennis players. Whoa. It's a family lineage of table tennis. That's awesome. So his dad had both of his hips replaced and he started playing golf um, and he needed, he had to like, help his dad tee the ball up and and pull the ball out of the hole. So that's how he got out on the golf course. And he got right. into it. Like shortly after that, he became playing, 
began playing, and he got hooked immediately. Um, so this is from a New Zealand Herald piece. Perks, whose idol was Jack Nicholas, was soon skipping school to practice at Manawatu Golf Club in Hokowitu. Thursdays needed extra caution, as that was the day his mother played. He confessed to Dawn years later that he had perfected her signature and written a swag of notes to explain his absences from Palmerston North Boys High. So this is his mom. I can't imagine how many days, days he wagged. There were plenty. I think the teachers knew what was going on. But the club's professional, Ross Morfett, a mentor to Perks, says he had the rare ability around the greens. Put a sand iron or a wedge in his hand from 100 yards now, and I'd back him against any golfer in the world. Wow. He's thinking about holding it from that distance, and I've seen him do it plenty of times. When he started, he was a little guy with long, loose swing that used to hook it, working the ball right to left. Sometimes I felt like he was pushing the ball. There were a lot of tee shots that didn't land on the fairways. He had to make up for his lack of distance, and it helped him. Uh, and it has helped him give him a brilliant short game. He can flop the ball down to the, by the hole from anywhere. He has great imagination, and a lot of skill. He did things he wouldn't dare put into a coaching menu. He had no fear, and now he's got a smooth, wide swing, which reminds me of Ernie L's. Wow, a lot of Ernie L's comparisons, huh? Multiple. So he, be- he became like he's a, a bigger guy, right? Yeah, he's like 6'2". So he's a big right. guy. I mean, That's what we're... He was short. Okay. Um, right. so, so he became like a really good junior player in New Zealand. And his friend, Grant Waite, who played on tour, yeah. went to Oklahoma. And so Perks followed him there. and But then he transferred to southwestern Louisiana, where he met his wife, Maureen. And fellow uh, student. That's where he graduated. Yep. And, it, okay. you know, that's where he got the, the Cajun, Cajun Kiwi. Yeah, Cajun Kiwi. Yeah. He was third team All American in his senior year, 1990, and he turned pro after graduating uh, in 90. Um, so he, it, he di- it didn't go well when he turned pro. Like, it was a battle. Okay. So many years. Um, but he started to have success, I think, like nine years after he turned pro. And uh, he was down at the uh, New Zealand Open, which I think he lost in a playoff to uh, Michael Campbell. And uh, this is from the Herald piece. When he was asked what the fee would be to run some clinics at Hokowitu, Perks requested fish and chips and pies. His mother says, you should just see him eat. Legendary eater, apparently. Okay. Could just put food back. All right. So, you know, during his struggles, he was backed by a number of people. He had some money from club that he grew up playing at. He had some money from some people in Lafayette, Louisiana. But one of his big backers was his mom. Um, his mom at one point, you know, she had saved up. She was she was a bookkeeper, didn't make a ton of money, was saving up money to buy new clubs. Um, she was really excited about them. And then Perks called and said he needed money. He was needed more money, and she sent it to him. You know, it, in this article, she, she was ready to put a mortgage back on her house. Oh, man. To... You know, keep his dream alive. And sure enough, he gets his card and wins this players, you know. Um, So back to the players. 2002, Phil opens the tourney with a 64. He obviously has had no success at this event. Everybody's like, he can't play, he can't win playing his style. He seems primed like he's going to win this week. Uh, He's... It, on Saturdays in the mix, he makes he has a five putt quintuple bogey. Oh he has God! Three straight putts from like three feet, <laughs> and uh, shoots seventy five. Shoots himself out of, out of 
competition. Also on Saturday, Monty was called Mrs. Doubtfire by a fan. Oh, man. And, like, there's... There's like this whole storyline that he didn't want to come over because of how bad, mean American fans were to him. And they were like really nice and welcoming. And, and like early in the week, there was, it was like, he was like, yeah, they've been very nice, very polite. You know, they've been, it's been and then he, Saturday, it was just relentless, apparently. God. Where was it? So obviously at Brookline 99, uh, Congressional 97. Right? Was where yeah. he took a ton of ton of heat. Okay. Both all of right. us. So they were nice and then it all all the goodwill <laughs> built up was just gone with the doubt fire. Yeah. Okay. It's really all bad. Right. All right. So um this I is from Barry a, came up with that. But okay, go ahead. This is from a Van Sickle uh SI piece on on, on the week. Um on Sunday the Greens turned brown, almost bare and dangerously fat. Fast. Uh, they were ten times faster than during the first three rounds," said one player. So Craig Paulson is your fifty-four hole leader. He goes out and shoots seventy-seven. Just as just rough Sunday. Rocco Mediate makes a run, yep. but then falls off. Billy Andrade got to six under, rinses it on seventeen. Stephen Ames, obviously best known for Tiger Woods for steamrolling him in, uh, in yeah. the, what was it, the President's Cup? No, WGC. WGC. Whatever. Eight, yeah. Like it was Dove Mountain or I don't know. It was out in Tucson or I don't know what it was. Okay. He shoots All the right. second best round of the day, but he's, so he's like 10 groups ahead of Perks and, and Paulson and is in the clubhouse, clubhouse leader. Um, Perks starts the day one back of Paulson. He takes the lead on the fifth hole, but then he gave it up. On 15, he misses a two-foot putt. He gives it up. So it looks like it's it's all over, you know. Guy misses a two-foot putt. But um, So this is back to Van Sickle. Perks, who hadn't won anything bigger than a Hooters Tour event in 12 years as a pro, pitched in for Eagle at the 16th to move ahead of Ames who finished nearly two hours earlier at 6-under. At 17, Perks jarred a stunning 25-foot birdie putt to go two up, and then at 18, he pitched in again for an amazing par just when he, he was on the verge of a John, Va- John Vandeveld-like meltdown. What? Why do we, we invoke Vandeveld, like, even with the most... Okay, all right. Chipped in for par. I mean, I don't know. What, I couldn't have been that close to a Vandeveld meltdown. But all right. So Two chip ins on the last three holes. Here's Grant Waite um, on the win. Craig's ha- Craig has a great swing. His short game was always very good, but I think he lacked confidence. Um, okay. Let me see. Wait. I, I almost couldn't watch. I'm two years older than Craig, so I've always been a bit ahead, but he's way ahead of me now. This is huge. This is the biggest thing in New Zealand since Bob Charles won the 1963 British Open. I was going to say, like, who are the great New Zealand golfers? Michael Campbell. Charles, Campbell, Nabilo, Waite. Perks. It's not like, yeah, and Perks. Danny Lee. Lee. Modern one. Yeah. Modern one. Um, so then Perks, after the, after the round, I had a little moment there to reflect, and I thought about the long road that had come to this point, all the sacrifices, knowing other people that didn't believe in me, but I always believed in myself. It's a moment I'll always remember. I've always prided myself on hanging in there and never giving up. This time, something good finally came of it. So his lone... PGA Tour win. The players. Amazing. I love it. And now he's a legendary broadcaster. Mm-hmm. He's a shotgun starts favorite broadcaster. Going. He's great on the web events. Not to he's bother awesome. him up too much. But yeah, he's great. By the way, Lydia Ko, obviously, on the other side. But we we're talking about male golfers. But they don't have many female golfers either. Lydia Ko is about it. So. Um, all right. 2002 players. Perks. Craig Perks. Fantastic. Precision Pro. Flashback Friday. All, All right. right. Anything else? No. You good? 
No, that's it. Everyone enjoy your weekends. Weather's warming up. College basketball, gold standard, you know, late into the afternoons. And uh, we'll be back to break it all down. We'll have what? Shotgun. We'll have the uh, IG live show Sunday afternoon before leaders coverage gets real hot and heavy. Does that make sense? Yeah. Keep an eye out for that. And uh, we'll talk to you on Monday.